This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, like wows and joke of the day. And we have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us here on the podcast. This is episode 48. We're joined by a counselor who just finished her first decade at GAC. It's magic. Today I have a nice long chat with Magic on the podcast. She was a lovely interview because she's a lovely human being. Magic has been coming to camp for more than a decade, and she and I had a really awesome conversation about what camp holds for campers when they get older, and they start to think, well, I've done it all. She had really great insight about the relationships and friendships she built in those latter years when she was in middle school and then later in high school when most of the campers in the cabin have already done most of the activities before, and that's not what you're bonding over, but instead you're building real relationships. Anyway, I'll let her talk about it. Here's my interview with Magic. Oh, welcome to the podcast, Magic. Welcome aboard. What's up? Hi, Soy. What are you, what are you doing? I'm just at college. That's awesome. What do you study? I study international relations with a minor in French. International relations with a minor in French. Okay, so you've yeah. outclassed me by a fair margin, but that's okay. <laughs> so I guess for people who don't know you, um, could you kind of start by telling us kind of who you are and what you do for camp? Totally. So I just finished my 10th year at GAC. I started being a camper when I was seven years old. Wow. I was a camper for eight years and then a junior counselor two years ago. And now I just finished my first summer on staff. I mean, 10 years is a long time. You came as a camper at seven. Like, what's the process where your parents said, yes, she's seven, she's ready to go away for two weeks? That's actually funny. a funny story. My god sister was actually a former camper and a current counselor at GAC. Her name is Pancake. And <laughs> she's the one who told my parents all about it. And my mom was a little unsure because I was only seven years old. And at that point, I had the Nuggets program where you could go for a week yeah. or you could be a bear and go for two weeks. And I remember fighting with my mom saying I wanted to go for two weeks, even though she only wanted me to go for one. <laughs> and she finally gave in. And that was my first summer in 2008. So I got to go for two weeks and I got my way. And then I eventually started going for four-week sessions. So obviously, my daughter is just about to turn seven. So she did two weeks. Obviously, it's different. She lives at camp. She gets it. Do you, you did it for two weeks as a seven-year-old. What do you think it was that like, that you had that allowed you to go away for two weeks? That seems like a long time for a seven-year-old. I've thought about this a lot and I really had the opportunity to do so camp this summer, kind of imagining myself as a seven-year-old right? and what was the thing that drew me back to come and choose to dedicate my summers for my whole life here. And I think it all really boils down to the relationships I was able to form as only a seven-year-old. Hmm. And it being just in a normal life, I hadn't really had the opportunity to grow and be so confident while challenging myself. And all of those things I didn't really know was happening in the moment, but 
now I'm able to do so. And I remember my GC, my group counselor, her name's Cheerio, who's now the assistant director (laughs) at camp. And I remember I was in her first cabin. And I still remember our relationship from when I was to now when I'm 19 and how she was always so supportive of me no matter what. The co-counselor I actually worked with for the majority of the summer named Sunday, and I were actually in that cabin together when we were seven years old. So that really goes to show all the relationships I made so, so well, I've still been able to maintain in my life now as a young adult. Yeah, I think that was, it was really awesome when we realized that you and Sunday could be together, and it was like this big <laughs> full circle kind of routine where we could put you back in a it cabin. It really was. Yeah, it's, I, and it I really was. That was always that was always our fun fact for the campers. Right? That we actually have been known each other for twelve years. That's amazing. So you spent all those years as a camper. You did the junior counselor program, which gave you like a taste of being a counselor. Now you get to yeah, do, now you get to really do it. You get to dive all the way in. What was your favorite part about finally working at camp after all those years? I. Let me think about that. Um, I think my favorite part was definitely getting to watch the impact I was being able to make on the campers. Mm. I know I loved camp for so many reasons as a child, but one of my favorite things is that there were so many role models constantly around me. And every counselor, I felt like I could grow from them, and I always wanted to grow up to be like them. So now getting to be on the other side of it, it was truly such an incredible experience watching to help my campers as well as other campers I led on activities, help them grow more confident and be so excited about their days at camp. It really made me so happy to get to help them have the experience that I had all those years ago. I think that's a really insightful thing because I think a lot of people would guess that the answer is, oh, I get to be at camp all summer or, oh, I get to be at activities I really loved and do them over and over and over again. But totally, the reality is, I think when you're working at camp, you realize the thing that's really cool is getting to provide to campers the experience you got as a camper. Absolutely. And that being said, I loved being at camp all summer and getting to continue to grow so many friendships. But I think it was something that being able to impact campers is something that I don't feel like I'm done with. And so that being said, I will be coming back to camp next summer, which I'm so excited about. And it is something that, I feel like I'm still trying to come to terms that I'm actually the one being able to impact campers (laughs) and I'm not on the other side of it anymore. It's really is hard to believe that I am getting to make that impact, but it is something that makes me so proud. And I know even now as an adult at camp, it's still helping me grow into such a better person. Good stuff. So you mentioned (laughs) that you were uh, a waterfront counselor. And so you spent kind of all summer down at the waterfront, um, What's the best part about being an activity counselor at the waterfront? I feel that my favorite part of activity counselors is I did get to have such a great relationship with all the campers cabin, but I also get to got to form relationships with all the campers I got to have on activity. And being able to recognize them and see them always smiling at me always made me so that I was being able to create such a great relationship with so many campers in camp and being a waterfront counselor I got to be on Shaver Island for one of the sessions and I loved doing that because that was one of my favorite things as a camper was go learn new wakeboarding tricks so when I got to take the wakeboarding boat out I remember 
this one camper, I got to help him learn the trick of clearing the wake for the first time. And I remembered so vividly when I learned that at mm. camp and the counselor who taught that to me. So that was a very, very incredible full circle experience. And the whole rest of the session, he would always say, yeah, I cleared the wake. And no one would believe him. And he'd say, you can ask magic. She saw it. <laughs> like, yeah, he did it. <laughs> so it's really just, I feel like my favorite things were really truly the little things that sure. all built up to help me reflect on all the amazing experiences I had starting when I was seven and being able to help provide that to other campers. Yeah, I think that's that's really great. And I think it's true kind of wherever you are, but at the waterfront, it's if you loved the waterfront when you were a camper, it's really nice that you can kind of have that full circle. So, totally. Uh, so you came as a camper for eight years and then you did our junior counselor program, which is a teen program. Um, yes, I did. So wh- one of the things we often hear from campers who have come back for five or six years is they start to get to be like, 12, 13, 14, and they start to say, oh, you know, I feel like I've been here for a long time. I've kind of done it all. I'm too old for camp. Like, do you have a response to that? Totally. I really do because I've known so many people I work camper, I was a camper with, and they did go through that experience. And even though I never did, I would just like to say that my experience as a youngest camper, a middle-aged camper, and as an oldest were all very different Mm. and even though a lot of it was the same activities I found that as I grew older what I learned to really value the most about camp were the real life relationships I was being able to make and especially was when I was in that last three years of being a camper that was my most valued experiences because it became more than just trying all these cool activities it became more of forming relationships that I didn't realize I was capable of doing so and that just being from it not being based off of social media or an app it really was face to face and that is the biggest most important takeaway I think I've taken out of being my time as a camper so my advice to any campers who are also feeling that way is just remember why you love this place and all the ways it's already helped you grow and change as a person and just know that's going to keep on happening no matter what age you are coming back. Yeah, I think one of the things that I've thought about, because I've been thinking about it a lot, is, yeah, you've done the activities, because we're not going to add more activities by age, because basically everybody can do everything um, for all intents and purposes. But, yeah, it turns into a thing where, yeah, so the activities are just a place where I can have a relationship with the people I'm in a cabin with. And those relationships, I think, are are the big benefit when you get a little older, because for a lot of people our relationships kind of in the so-called real world that, that 50 weeks of the year when you're not at camp, I think are, they're so fraught with kind of all the stress of life and of social media and of school and the relationships we build at camp because they're face to face and they're built in kind of this crucible where we're together all the time are really different from kind of friendships at school or other places. I completely agree. And especially in that point in your life when you are entering eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, you are going through such a big transition and sure. trying to figure out what how friendship's going to change as you grow older. And being at camp really showed me, kind of pulled me back down to earth that it's not all based off of an app or how many followers you have or how many social media friends you have. It truly just boils down to simplistic form of just human connection and that's something I'm so thankful of and that helped me definitely impacted me when I was in that eighth ninth tenth grade age because it showed me what I still valued and that really was just genuine friendship and I think the other thing that happens at camp that makes it genuine is 
because it is culturally okay to be positive and to be kind at camp. Like a lot of the things that make friendships harder at school aren't necessarily there. And so we can build these relationships on like genuine foundation and not on some external thing that pushes us together. Absolutely. There's no artificial factors or societal pressures that you feel like you need to conform to, or maybe you don't know how to conform to it. So you're feeling a little out of place. And at camp, it's like exactly what you're saying. It is so genuine because it's all through face-to-face communication. There's nothing to hide and there's nothing to feel like you don't fit in. So it really gives you the opportunity at camp to form those genuine friendships. But as you know, it helps people of all ages outside of camp really realize what's important to them and how they want to form their friendships. And and then if you're lucky, they'll stick for, you know, 12 or 13 years and you can be co-counselors together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, what's your all-time favorite camp memory? Hmm. From as a camper? No, or on staff, just... I mean, you got a decade at camp now. What's the thing, like, if you had to put them on, like, a Mount Rushmore of memories, what's the number one? (laughs) I think it was when I was in my last year as a camper. I was a monther that year. So I was in cabin seven the first session, cabin eight the next session. And that is when we received our paddles Mm -hmm. for being last year campers with the tally marks, how many years we've been there. I remember something so special is at our paddle ceremony when we were given that to us, we received two words, and one of those words was something they felt accurately reflected you, and another word was a challenge word, and I remember mine very very clearly. I remember my word that they thought reflected me was personable, and that I hadn't really thought about myself. It didn't really feel that was something that described myself until then. And that gave me such a confidence with interacting with others, knowing that adults had thought that about me. And then my challenge word was to lead. And that was something I'd kind of struggled with, not really knowing my place in leadership through like my younger life. And that that simple moment is what's helped me become a leader in so many things. I now hold many leadership positions. In college, in my sorority, I held them in sports in high school, and it's really showed me that for people to be able to take time out of their day to think that about me and help me grow with that, it's impacted me through all points of my life, even four years later. So definitely being a last year camper and getting my paddle and all that comes with it. That's awesome. And I think one of the things we talk about at that ceremony is like, these are people who know you maybe in some way better than you know yourself because they can see you from the outside. And so when those people say, hey, here's what I see, that ends up being really, really powerful stuff. I agree with you. It's my favorite thing that we do, if I'm honest. Absolutely. And I think what was so impactful for me is I didn't even know those things about myself yet. I don't even know if I would have if they weren't pointed out to me by people that I really looked up to and I've admired for so many years. It's incredibly yeah, powerful stuff. For that. Yeah. All right, Magic, it's time for the speed round. Five questions we ask absolutely everybody who comes All to the right. podcast. Here they come. What's your favorite camp song? Hmm. Definitely the Gak song, a classic one. I like, you, you go with a classic and, and stick with it. Absolutely. Uh, favorite item on the salad bar? Croutons, definitely. <laughs> favorite lip balm flavor? I really like Zip Lime. That's a good one. (laughs) It's a good flavor and a great name. 
Uh, around the campfire at night, mallows or popcorn? Popcorn. And finally, Magic, what's your real name? Oh, we're all out of time. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Magic, we'll have to have you back to get your real name the next time. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Why is it called Joke of the Day if it's not funny? So two hats were hanging on a hat rack. They're talking to each other, and one hat said to the other hat, Don't worry, you stay here. I'll go on ahead. (laughs) At camp, we love making friends, but we know it's harder to make friends at home. That's why we bring you this, the Friendship Tip of the Week. It's time for a new friendship theme, and our new friendship theme is finding common interests with our friends and with new people. So here's the first tip with that finding common interest theme. When you meet somebody new, ask them questions until you find something you have in common with them. Then you can ask them follow-up questions about that thing. You guys can have a conversation about something you have in common, and you're well on your way to friendship. This week's Gaxpiration comes from Bob Carey, who tells us, Unexpected kindness is the most powerful, least costly, and most underrated agent of human change. Well, that does it. Another episode of the Gold Arrow Camp podcast in the books and in your ears for the week. Very special thanks to you for listening. You should always know that you can share the podcast with a friend if you want to. They don't need to come to camp. The podcast is great for everybody. Thanks to Magic for coming on and having such a great chat with me about camp and her experience there. Thanks to Cheerio, who puts together the Friendship Tip of the Week, and also a kindness calendar that we publish on our website every month. It's awesome, and you should check it out. As always, you can contact us, wow, at goldarrowcamp.com. As always, I'm Soy, and I'll save a marshmallow for you. <laughs>